Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the program. A lot to talk about today. Starting with an issue we've been looking at for a while now. We told you some number of months ago about a strategic plan in the works to develop a new comprehensive approach to the chronic problem of homelessness in our community. Well, a draft plan is now ready. It's available online and public input is being sought to tell us more about it. Josh Sabo joins us here with the Heartland Continuum of Care. Josh, welcome back to the program. Great to have you here. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, give us a, a little bit more, if you would, of the background, what led up to this. How did the strategic plan come together? Who put it together? Who organized this effort? And, and what's the objective here? Sure. You know, going back several years in our community, we've, we've had a lot of projects come together to try to move forward to address homelessness more effectively. And we, we've seen some things work and some things have not been able to come to fruition. And so, out of that, I believe a lot of community partners from, you know, the county to the city, uh, the community foundation and United Way really started to pull people together to say, you know, how can we how can we work together more closely to work towards a solution? And so uh, that work all began pre-pandemic. And then over the course of the pandemic, um, my position was created. Some other things came together where we were able to uh, pull together eight different partners to say, hey, we need to move forward. And so uh, we put out an RFP. Uh, we worked with ultimately two consultants to help us uh, get the strategic plan put together and uh, a lot of community input along the way, a lot of uh, focus groups and, and opportunities to hear from people about what their experience is and what they've hoped to see, uh, along with research about what's working in other communities and what could work here has, has led us to the draft plan. It seems obvious that uh, to, to try to devise a plan to address homelessness, we have to have a handle on what causes homelessness. And the report suggests that it's a problem that is getting worse here in our community. I'm sure the fact that we've had some uh, economic challenges, inflation and, and rising housing costs and things is a factor in that. But but really, what are some of the, uh, the, the main issues that lead people to homelessness? Uh, who, who are the homeless in our community? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, we certainly see in our community and communities across the country uh, that there, there's an overrepresentation of people of color in the in the system to address homelessness. So we, we certainly see that inequity in our community plays out in homelessness. Uh, we see issues like you mentioned, whether it's, um, you know, economic poverty, whether it's a rising cost of housing. Um, and without a doubt, if you if you look at the community health needs assessment that was recently completed in our community, uh, you see that mental health needs are a tremendous and, and, and really, a, you know, a growing need in our community that uh, often plays out uh, in, in a way that, that could potentially lead to a person being homeless. So that, uh, coupled with substance use, is another significant challenge that, that can lead to homelessness. With that being said, too, one of the things we have to realize in our community is that there, there are more resources available in Springfield than, than some of the outlying communities, even beyond Sangamon County. And so uh, our community often is a spot where, where people come to try to receive assistance, even if they're not from Sangamon County. And all that leads to, you know, a need for, for more resources to really address the, the issue effectively here. So uh, give us, uh, this is a big report, 25 pages. There's a lot of material in it. And uh, I, I don't know if it's possible to, to boil it down into a fairly compact summary here. But if, in effect, what is the report suggesting we do that is different than what we have been doing? Sure, yeah. If I can, I can try to do my best there with that, Jim. I would say historically our community has held a, held a, a shelter-based System, meaning that, that our, our avenue towards ending homelessness has, has been to try to get a person into shelter and then through shelter try to help them address their housing needs. But 
We've done that without investing in housing opportunities and the support of services to help people stabilize in housing. And so what we aim to create here is a, is a housing-based system of care, a system that can quickly uh, connect a person with the housing opportunity and then provide all the supportive services necessary to help them stabilize and, and live the lives that they want to live. Um, so we aim to do those four key strategies, and I think I can hit those you know, pretty quick. The, the first one is work together to address homelessness. A lot of that has to do with infrastructure, really creating a system and the support to make sure that we can hit these goals. A key part there is a lived experience advisory panel so that we're really um, incorporating those who have had the experience of homelessness and can really provide the insights needed to, to, to create an effective system uh, is all a part of that. Strategy two is all about creating those housing opportunities, units to put people in. Uh, we have a tremendous need for growth there. System three is, or <laughs> strategy three is, is really uh, building a better system, really uh, incorporating best practices into all that we do and, and to continue to, to check how we do that. And then creating some new programs that don't exist here but are working elsewhere. And then strategy four is working closely with other systems. We know that, um, you know, oftentimes whether a person is, is leaving the, the public safety system or uh, sometimes, you know, through um, hospital discharge and, and, and mental health system discharge, uh, we find uh, that people might in that transition experience homelessness. And so how can we better collaborate uh, to create uh, handoffs and, and connect people to services quickly? So those are a lot to that, but those are the, the, the key four strategies. We're talking with Josh Sabo of the Heartland Continuum of Care about the draft strategic plan. It's now available online. We'll tell you in moments where you can find it and how you can comment on it, offer your own input on these strategies for combating homelessness locally. And Josh, not to be cavalier about this, I mean, you've laid out some logical and, and solid strategies for this, but they also sound expensive. Where, where does the money come from to provide all this additional housing, to provide additional services? to start up programs that don't currently exist in Springfield, and who foots the bill for that? Right. You know, unquestionably, that's a, that's a tremendous challenge to overcome. You know, some of, the, some of the funds that can help us move forward are, are funds like the $2.4 million that the city of Springfield has for, for home ARP to help address the issue of homelessness. Uh, some of what we project to move forward is uh, going after new grant funding, going after funding that's available that, you know, is, is coming into other communities, but our, our community has not been able to get those yet. And then for a while, it's going to take us uh, coming together as a community to create some of these opportunities. So whether that's through, you know, local philanthropy um, and, and new partnerships. And then some of it is taking the funds that are being invested in our community already and, and maybe doing it in a more strategic way. So maybe a redirection of funds in some cases. Uh, I, I will admit uh, one thing that uh, I saw in this that gave me a little sense of deja vu. There's talk about creating a, an advisory board, a, a strategy board, a lived experience advisory board, uh, a housing task force. We have a lot of boards and commissions and task forces around here. So how would this be different or achieve a better outcome than what we've seen in the past? Yeah, I can completely understand that. You know, the, the goal is certainly not to create more bureaucracy, but it's, the goal is really to create more focused attention on each of these issues. For example, that, that lived experience advisory panel, uh, that, that will be a, a, a panel that will compensate people with lived experience for the expertise they give uh, in other areas of the system. The housing task force, that's going to be a group that's, uh, are, you know, consists of people around the community who are already working in the in the development of housing and uh, coming together to address the system. And so really to improve in some of these areas, we've got to get local people with the right expertise in the same room to help us move forward. And so 
while it could potentially look like bureaucracy, at the end of the day, we, we need new energy pointed in specific directions if we're going to move forward. The report also touches on something that's been a, a chronic impediment to progress in this area, uh, commonly referred to as NIMBY, not in my backyard. We've seen this for years and years now, whether it was a, a Salvation Army proposal to, to do a shelter, whether it was the uh, Helping Hands a Center for Health and Housing proposal from a couple of years back. Uh, people are all, yeah, let's help the homeless. Let's just not do it anywhere near me. How do you overcome that? And, and can you, in fact, overcome it? The short of that, probably to, to completely eradicate NIMBY, I would say is probably impossible, right? I mean, this is not just our community that, that often has that type of conversation. It, it's throughout the country. But I think locally, the fact that we have this plan, if we can couple it with, with real honest education and conversation about what we're trying to do and, and what that could lead to, uh, our hope there, and also with working with different neighborhood associations, too, who are interested in welcoming people, uh, we can create a, a different culture around it. But it's it's certainly going to take a lot of work to, to move forward in that direction. Uh, but the key, I think, is that we're, we're not just talking about building shelters across the community. We really are talking about housing. And so, uh, you know, there's we shouldn't discriminate about who lives next door to us, right? So there, there is a level at which our community um, just needs to grow in its understanding about how homelessness, uh, what homelessness is, and, and remove some of the stigma that is often associated with it. There's no question we are not going to get anywhere without a plan of action, without community conversations on this, without being willing to explore some new ideas. And so that begins with this report called Heartland Housed, Springfield and Sangamon County Strategic Plan to Address Homelessness. So Josh Sabo, Heartland Continuum of Care, where do people find this report and how can they offer their own comments, ideas, suggestions on how to, to tackle this fight? Right. The easiest place is to go to heartlandcontinuum.com. Uh, there in the middle of the play page, you'll see a, a picture of the Capitol, and it says Our Plan. If you click on that, you can download the plan. There's also a box there where you can you can add your feedback to the community and feedback already received. And that web address again, heartlandcontinuum.com. Correct. Josh Sabo, Heartland Continuum of Care, thanks so much for your time and for the update this afternoon. Uh, keep us posted on this. Uh, do you have a sense yet as to when uh, you'll uh, be assembling these comments and really taking this forward as a, a, an official proposal to the city council or other governmental bodies who will have to, uh, at some point, sign off on an action plan? We hope to, to finalize the plan later this week and then begin move, working with, with local municipalities and other partners to, to get it adopted and start moving forward in, in the month of October. So uh, we really hope to, to hit the ground running with this. So again, uh, don't delay. Take some time here in the next couple of days to go read the plan, offer your input, be a part of the solution to this ongoing problem here in our community. Josh Sabo, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you, Jim.